millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. And as always, welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. We've got tons of things to discuss tonight. As you can see, fr- free the nipples. <laughs> free them. As you can see from the thumbnail, we're going to start by talking about updates in the ongoing litigation taking part against the estate of Jeffrey Epstein and, more importantly, the existing companies uh, that uh, assisted him in his life. We also would be remiss without beginning the show to mention that, of course, we have to talk about what's going on with President Trump, some updates in the case, some things to be looking out for this week, and, uh, of course, the Biden crime family. So, please, if you wouldn't mind, hit that like button as you're coming in. Good to see you can't be stabby. Thank you very much to everybody keeping the chats comfy. Vector, LKW Cross, of course, Free the Nipples, and Real Red Pill Girlfriend, Running Patriot as well. So, hit that like button, share out the show, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, we'll be right back after this. 
Just as King Charles III of Britain has a crown with the timeless wealth of gold, you too can enrich your future with the enduring value of a gold IRA. Like those precious crowns, a gold IRA doesn't tarnish over time, and it certainly shines brighter in economic turmoil. You see, it's a hedge against inflation and stability in volatile markets. And this month, the first quarter-ounce gold standard bullion coin ever issued with Charles III's image can be yours with your own qualifying gold IRA or 401k rollover of $50,000 or higher. You just can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. So hurry up and head to my special website, redpill78gold.com, to secure your wealth. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Good evening, everyone. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I see someone in the chat says that they sent me a link. Real KAB6. I sent you a link for a Mr. Truth Bomb video. Uh, I don't know where you sent it. I just looked in my email and I didn't see anything specifically in regards to that. Um, but if <clears throat> if you could send it to my uh, redpill78 at protonmail.com, I would appreciate it. Thank you very, very much. Uh, I didn't even realize this, guys, although I have considered it in the past, that uh, there is a time difference between us and our esteemed Australian patriot friend, uh, Vector117. Uh, he just informed me that it's actually 8 a.m. in Australia. So that means that Technically, this is a morning show and it's being broadcast in the future. So although for me at this moment, it is uh, June 12th for Vector and for the rest of our friends down under, it's actually June 13th at 8 a.m. That kind of blows your mind. Well, listen to this, guys. We have so many interesting things to talk about. I sincerely appreciate you all joining me here today. Before we begin, I just want to give a couple of quick thank yous. I want to give Darylin... A big thank you for sending me this beautiful Donald Trump branded necktie. Donald Trump used to make the best ties that you could get. Look at that. Look at that quality. Look at that craftsmanship. You have that gold bar on the back. I mean, these ties were second to none. I used to have a number of these ties, but I wore them out over the years and then uh, they stopped producing them. So thank you very much, Darylin, for sending that. And then a patriot in Wisconsin sent me some information about their Wisconsin assembly. Uh, we have done uh, some reporting on the national assemblies here on the channel before. I will look into this specifically and then we'll see what I can do to help spread the message for them. All right. Well, I hope you guys had a great weekend. I know that I certainly did. Uh, also, I'm working on a big show tonight for uh, my show on Badlands Media at 10.30 p.m. with my friend John Harold on Baseless Conspiracy. So hopefully you can join us for that as well. I'm not going to spoil it. You're going to have to tune in for that one. But let's go ahead and get right into the meat and potatoes. And actually, as I do that... Please allow me to just make sure that all of the chats work. For some reason, every time I have to reboot OBS, it uh, doesn't like to go back to the settings that I had previously, which is, of course, necessary every single time that I do the show. It would be awesome if there was a way to do that. Um, Perhaps if I wasn't doing it in such a customized fashion, I could probably make it work every time, but then it wouldn't look the way I wanted to. Okay. All right, you guys. Thank you very much. Uh, look at that spray and pray. Zach got that healthy Florida, healthy Trump Florida swarthy orange. <laughs> 
I'm actually kind of pale right now because it's been uh, it's been rainy. It's been rainy recently, and so we haven't been able to go to the beach. But uh, I, I'm hoping that someday this week I, I will be able to go out and get a little bit more sun. All right, so news came across the wires this morning that J.P. Morgan Chase Bank has finally decided to settle uh, with a Jane Doe who was suing them through their court actions in the U.S. Virgin Islands. We're talking about $290 million. That's nearly three quarters of a billion dollars. I thought this was especially interesting, given light of the Epstein, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase news that uh, I got last week. See, late last week, it came out that the very accuser that J.P. Morgan Chase ended up settling with today through her lawyers, had sought to redepose the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. That would be none other than Mr. Jamie Dimon himself. So the lawyers in this trial asked the federal judge to allow them to put Jamie back up on the stand, put him back under oath, and ask some additional clarifying questions. Now, although they don't tell us exactly what those clarifying questions would be. Uh, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to guess what might have been on that list, because through my reporting on this, you may remember a couple of weeks back when Jamie Dimon testified for the first time, it was reported that his testimony was in conflict with the testimony of Jace Staley. Jace Staley was Epstein's personal banker at J.P. Morgan Chase and someone who himself was directly implicated in the sex trafficking scheme of Jeffrey Epstein. Now, he ended up leaving and going to a, a different bank. I want to say I want to believe it was uh, Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank, uh, also another bank that I am fairly certain uh, ended up settling with Jeffrey Epstein victims as well, albeit a different victim from the one in this Virgin Islands court case. So last month, it was alleged that J.P. Morgan strategically failed to uh, to promptly turn over documents to the team suing them as part of this case. Now, this was a particular burden on the uh, the plaintiff here, the woman who was alleged to have been trafficked by Jeffrey Epstein and, and aided and abetted by J.P. Morgan Chase. So by not giving over all of the documents that they needed to get a full scope of Jamie Dimon and J.P. Morgan Chase and Jess Staley and, uh, you know, all of their actions and, and where they were during this whole time, um, it uh, it prevented them from being able to ask Jamie Dimon those tough questions. And certainly, as a result of the conflicting testimony between Staley and Dimon, I think that, uh, of course, her lawyers would have loved to have gotten Dimon back on the stand under redirect of some type so that they could have him clarify these various things. So only after Jamie Dimon's deposition did Chase come to the plaintiff and say, oh, guess what? We've got some 1,500 documents, uh, some of which came from the custodial file of witnesses whose depositions had long passed. So they are accusing in that suit that J.P. Morgan facilitated and financially benefited from Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking ring. Now, in this settlement of $290 million. It is a settlement uh, that is in principle, an agreement in principle. What that means is that uh, they are agreeing to pay out a cash sum 
to make their legal problems go away. It does not admit any type of guilt, certainly doesn't admit any type of culpability. Some people might look at this and say, well, you know, that that looks to me like J.P. Morgan Chase and Jamie Dimon are getting off easy here. Well, you know, but they are the largest bank on the face of planet Earth. So uh, I, I think that the very fact that we even got this cash settlement from them, I think it's a, a pretty big day uh, in terms of trying to get justice for people here because it shows that they are not untouchable. Uh, and, of course, this poor woman, although we don't know anything about her, we don't know anything about the specifics of the abuse that she suffered, we do know that she was apparently trafficked by Jeffrey Epstein, and she deserves every penny that Jeffrey Epstein made off of her or made off of other women uh, who perhaps are not around, who are not able to tell their stories at this point. Um So J.P. Morgan had this to say as part of the settlement. We all now understand that Epstein's behavior was monstrous, and we believe this settlement is in the best interest of all parties, especially the survivors, although it's in the best interest of J.P. Morgan Chase as well, who suffered unimaginable abuse at the hands of this man. Any association with him was a mistake, and we regret it. We would never have continued to do business with him if we believed he was using our bank in any way to help commit heinous crimes. What if he was help if he was using our bank in any way? Okay, well, let me just put it to you this way: the world is run by money. Without money, the exchange of money for goods and/or services such as underage girls and sex with them and Jeffrey Epstein's brownstone in Manhattan. Without having a financial institution to facilitate payments for such goods and services, it's a safe bet to say that Jeffrey Epstein never would have been able to successfully carry on in the type of uh, arrangement that he had with so many wealthy, rich, and powerful people. So this information that that, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase is presenting, oh, we are completely blameless. We had no idea. Jeffrey Epstein was a convicted sex offender. He was a convicted pedophile. Um, he admitted to certain crimes down here in Florida, uh, and J.P. Morgan Chase and all of Jeffrey Epstein's good friends in Hollywood and New York and even down here in Florida, they decided to maintain their relationships with him because it didn't matter to them. And I would say oftentimes they probably benefited from the financial arrangement that Jeffrey Epstein had from J.P. Morgan Chase as well. What's really interesting um, is that, uh, as I said, Deutsche Bank also settled with a different Jeffrey Epstein victim. Uh, that was only for $75 million. It was actually the same set of lawyers. So it looks like they had their ducks in a row. Um, the lawyers said, taken together or individually, the historic recoveries from the banks who provided financial services to Jeffrey Epstein speak for themselves. It has taken a long time, too long, but today is a great day for Jeffrey Epstein survivors and a great day for justice. My only thought really is what, how many survivors are out there that haven't come forward and said something? Um, uh, is there going to be some financial remuneration for uh, for the others? I, I don't know. I know there's all these ongoing individual cases. This one is particularly important because of the the standing and the size of uh, of Chase Bank. Now, I mentioned Jess Staley. He is the private banker that initially worked with Jeffrey Epstein at Chase and then eventually moved over to Deutsche Bank. J.P. Morgan Chase, they do not want to be on the hook for that $290 million. They They only did it 
for one reason and one reason only, to keep Jamie Dimon off the stand. Now that all those documents are in the hands of Jane Doe's lawyers, uh, who knows what type of uh, specific timeline they might have been able to put together. If they get Jamie Dimon back on the stand and they get him to admit to something that you know, they they already know not to be true. If they get him to lie intentionally on the stand uh, and specifically in regards to something that other people have already said or movements or, or communications that they have from all these documents, Jamie Dimon could be in big trouble. And of course, Chase Bank could be smelling even worse than they are right now. So uh, in the initial attempts to get rid of this case, Chase Bank had uh, quite the novel argument. <clears throat> um They are uh, arguing, or they did argue at that time, uh, that they cannot be sued in the U.S. Virgin Islands because the U.S. Virgin Islands itself is dirty. Because, I suppose, Jeffrey Epstein was allowed to live there at some point. Um, Do you think that the U.S. Virgin Islands would have allowed Jeffrey Epstein to live there if it weren't for the fact that he was able to pay for a private island with his Chase bank account? They said uh, New York courts have long applied the maximum that one who comes to equity must come with clean hands and that no relief will lie for parties who have committed some unconscionable act that is directly related to the subject matter in litigation. So simply put, the U.S. Virgin Islands could not prosecute. They failed to prosecute Jeffrey Epstein and his victims. And worse, the U.S. Virgin Islands actively worked with Epstein, reaping the benefits of his wealth while leading official services in the aid of his crimes. Those are big claims. Those are very, very big claims. Even if a portion of that is to be true, I think that it would really come down to the uh, specific bureaucrats that Jeffrey Epstein had in his pockets. Undoubtedly, he did. Um, But simply because people behaved poorly in the past, that is no reason to indict uh, or to blame the people who are now attempting to do the right thing. So Jamie Dimon stays off the stand. He does not have to worry about uh, being found to have lied under oath. And, of course, that's a good thing for Chase Manhattan. I want to say thank you very, very much over here on the foxhole to Sean Joe for dropping that cookie. J2 Dank, thank you very much for that cookie as well. And then Just Duckies also dropping a cookie. I appreciate that, guys. Thank you very, very much. Okay, let's continue on here with the main course. All right, so... When I saw this story, it actually kind of kind of reminded me of the information that was sent to me about uh, national assemblies earlier today. Uh, The idea of claiming sovereignty as a state, as a is a sovereign body yourself, claiming sovereignty uh, to essentially call out and stop overreaching burdens put on you by the federal government. And this is exactly what's happening here in Louisiana. Uh, they have just passed a sovereignty resolution in both houses, the, the, the House and the Senate, State House, State Senate, uh, and it can literally be used as a model for the entire nation because Washington, D.C. is encroaching into the legal framework of everything that we do. And right now, I, I can think of no better example in history than 
and what we're seeing with the weaponization of the federal government, um, not only against individuals and perhaps uh, cities, but against whole states. Um, what was it very recently? There, there was uh, uh, there was a number of issues that Joe Biden was uh, tasked with handling, and he just kind of blew them off because uh, you know last year the hurricane he was totally blew off all the hurricane uh, uh, refugee and uh, and and um, uh, assistance payments. Uh, he didn't come down here. He didn't visit Florida, and that's because Repo- Republicans live in Florida. Um, however, something bad happens in California, and he's out there waving a pride flag. So this bill, this resolution is called SCR 21, Senator Stuart Cathy's joint concurrent resolution. Uh, So passing in both houses yesterday, what it does is it uh, affirms Louisiana's sovereign constitutional right to nullify unconstitutional acts of the federal government. I mean, that's huge right there. Uh, if Louisiana has uh, approved this in both uh, chambers of, uh, of their state legislature uh, and they begin to implement it, let, let's say as an example, uh, they nullify the pistol brace rule or they nullify the NFA as a, as an, as a, a whole entity. Uh, I can think of all different types of reasons why they might do this, um, but we're about to see put into action and uh, the possibilities for this are are endless. The corrupt regime of Washington, D.C. may believe that they have domain over every aspect of your life, your family, your profession, whatever it might be. But if you have a based state government, then perhaps you can see about making sure that they don't encroach upon your rights, your sovereignty. Now, this rests on the foundational writings of the very men who wrote the Constitution of the United States and the Federalist Papers. This guarantees that were made to the 13 free and independent states who formed the original U.S. Constitution and the U.S. Supreme Court precedent, which goes back two centuries. If we take a look at 1798 Kentucky resolutions, these nullified the Federal Alien and Sedition Acts. Thomas Jefferson at that time wrote that the states who agreed to ratify the Constitution are sovereign and independent. This gets very, very important to understand the meanings of words and to not allow the radical left to redefine these words in ways that amount to word salad. So within their sphere, Whenever the federal government acts without constitutional authority, nullification is the rightful remedy. This is something that our modern state governments have completely forgotten. And I definitely have heard people discussing things like this, but it usually comes down to the idea of who is going to recognize it. How do we implement something like this? We have a framework. Thank you, God, for Louisiana. Neither the Constitution nor the revolutionary experiment in liberty it secured would have been possible had there been any question about the state's right to nullify federal acts that violate state sovereignty. One thing that often is parroted as a talking point of the radical left in in trying to claim that people on the right are fascists, are, are racist. They, they talk about states' rights as if states' rights only applies to the idea of legalization of slavery, keeping slavery legal before uh, the, the Civil War. Um, but they never take a look at this particular interpretation of it. 
The states have a right to nullify federal acts that violate state sovereignty. Can you guys think of any acts that the federal government has done that would violate our sovereignty? Uh, so in Federalist Paper 33, Alexander Hamilton believed in a strong central government. However, he said that any law passed by Congress that was not enacted pursuant to its constitutional powers will merely be acts of usurpation and will deserve to be treated as such. I think that that could apply to a a large swath of the United States government. Um, SCR 21 is basically a warning shot at Washington, D.C. It remains to be seen how it's going to be used. I hope that they since they both passed it, both uh, both houses, (laughs) both bodies in the legislature passed it, uh, that they could find a way to immediately implement it and begin to test out the powers that they have as a sovereign state. Uh, So keep your eyes on Louisiana, my friends. I think that this is uh, very, very, very good news. Okay. Yes, mother, did you just get here? Yes, you you missed the discussion about J.P. Morgan, Jamie Dimon, and uh, Jeffrey Epstein. However, you can go back and rewind. All right. I want to make sure that we talk about President Trump next, because there's a bunch of news about him. So I think it's pretty clear that to anyone watching, uh, that illegitimate government in D.C. has weaponized the DOJ and the FBI against our president. But even more than that, they are setting a precedent which uh, levels the playing field for the weaponization of these federal agencies against other citizens of the United States. If they have their way, then obviously I think they're going to continue to do the same thing to people like you and me. They've already done it with uh, many, many people uh, in regards to January 6th. And in the case of President Trump, they not only want to weaponize the federal government against him, they want to stop him from becoming president again. They understand that they can't beat him at the box office. Uh, leftists understand that he cannot be beat at the box office. The only way they can beat him is to take away his life, to take away his liberty, to take away his ability to campaign. The only thing is that in the case of someone who is a zeitgeist of popular, uh, I guess, uh, convention, President Trump, I mean, this guy is like a lightning rod. People see President Trump and they immediately get a feeling deep inside them. They say, that's the man who fought for me. This is the man who gave us America back, who made America great again, who lifted us out of poverty, who who brought people together across the aisle. He ended wars. He stopped all of this useless garbage that was taking place in Washington, D.C. Not all of it, not all of it by any means, but he did a really, really good job. So even if President Trump is unable to campaign, and I made a comment about this the other day, uh, that let's say for some reason they put him on a, on a gag order. They say you can't talk about anything. They throw him in prison. Uh, President Trump will still be able to get messages out because whoever is ultimately his running mate uh, or, you know, perhaps even just through Don and, and Eric, uh, they will be able to be out there speaking on his behalf. And the more people see them talking about what's being done to their father, the more that the American people 
can see with their own eyes how our government, this failed and corrupt establishment that Donald Trump told us about, that many of us were aware was already in power, uh, that they cannot do anything to destroy Donald Trump except attempt. It won't work because Donald Trump is so popular. Donald Trump has the heart of the people. And right now, Although they were hoping that Donald Trump would start to falter in the uh, the, the polls, that, that he would begin to be overtaken by Ron DeSantis or perhaps Chris Christie. I don't know how anybody could believe it. But uh, unfortunately for them, that's not what's happening at all. Uh, Donald Trump is surging ahead in all the polls. He is quite literally leading the pack. Um, he is up all across the board. And remember... He is the very first former president, also running for president, to be charged in this manner. And he's facing what is essentially life in prison, 400 years. Can you believe that? Can you imagine facing 400 years in prison because you ran for president? These people are as evil as evil gets. But the American people know it's all BS. We know it's garbage. And so we don't care. And the people who see this happening that maybe didn't know if they wanted to support Trump before, now they say, well, geez, (laughs) it's kind of weird that the U.S. government is so obviously going after this guy. Um, You know, I I read something the other day that uh, Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, that he's also the same guy who went after, um, what was his name? John Edwards. He like went after John Edwards, uh, like completely uh, like misread the application of this particular law. It didn't it didn't end up going anywhere. John Edwards cleared his name, but not before Jack Smith destroyed his political career. You see, back at that time, John Edwards had an affair. He had a mistress. Uh, he, he got her pregnant. He paid her out of campaign funds. Certainly it was a no, no. <clears throat> and it didn't look good when people found out about it. Because people cared about morals and and values at that point. Nowadays, somebody cheats on their wife or their husband, and America just gets on with their day. It's sad, but it's truly the the case. You know, people don't have to worry about, like, keeping up appearances, having the perfect family now. I mean, heck, they got people doing a lot weirder things than cheating on your your husband or your wife, and people are totally okay with it. But CBS just recently ran a poll, and they show that President Trump is over 60% in approval. And he's up by almost 40 points over his nearest GOP rival, which would be Mr. Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis. Which means Donald Trump, in the wake of the announcement of 37 indictments against him, is more popular than he's ever been before. And he continues to gain popularity every single time. Now, President Trump is not going to take this lying down. He's going to fight till the bitter end. And I think that he's got a really, really strong case, both in his favor and then also the the the, uh, the weakness in the case that they've brought uh, from the get-go, but also because of, of the venue of this case. Listen, we're going to get into the specifics of that, but we're going to have to do it right after the break. For the second half of the show. And let me just say thank you very much to the sponsors of the second half of this program. And that would be our, oh gosh, why is this doing this? That would be our friends over here at 
My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply provides solid, nutritious, and uh, great-tasting emergency food supplies, over 2,000 calories a day, 21 different varieties with up to a 25-year shelf life, in resealable, heavy-duty, four-layer pouches, all with oxygen absorbers. You have, in these kits, three months of emergency food. You can save $200 off an emergency food supply kit right now for three months. That will feed you uh, one person for three months. So if you've got multiple people in your family, you're going to want to get many of them. If you want to store them for multiple months, obviously you need to plan for that too. But you can purchase one of these by going to prepare with redpill78.com. And then also this Special offer is coming to you from onenessdrops.com. My friends at Oneness Drops, who make award-winning, the best chlorine dioxide uh, water purification kits that money can buy. They come in two different formulations, hydrochloric acid as well as uh, citric acid. Now, again, chemistry is a weird thing. And uh, the although some people might tell you that, you know, there's, there's uh, negative health effects to Putting these things in your water, well, I mean, science would dictate otherwise. I've given you all kinds of information in the past uh, about how effective chlorine dioxide is at purifying your water, also at killing uh, a number of pathogens. You can find all of that information out there on the Internet, but the only thing you need to know is that you can get your chlorine dioxide kits Today at onenessdrops.com, save 15% off when you use code RP78 and have them on hand because if the water supply ever goes down, you can just go get water from anywhere. You can use these kits to purify it and you are going to be good to go. And then finally, our friends at mypillow.com, if you use code RP78, you will save the maximum amount of money that's possible on all of their products. So whether it's the MyPillow 2.0 or the luxurious Giza bed sheets or perhaps the towels or the robes or the slippers, whatever it might be, save as much as anything else using code RP78 at MyPillow.com. Thank you very much to Mike Lindell for sponsoring the program. And here we are. We're back. Thank you very, very much, you guys. I sincerely appreciate it. Sean Joe, thank you very much for that cookie over there on the foxhole. All right, so getting back into President Trump's case, another one of the reasons that I think that he has a uh, a fairly, well, I don't know, I'm not going to say it's a, a good chance. I'm, I'm going to say he has a fair shot. Um, he is the one who put Eileen Cannon on the bench, and we learned about her uh, several months back when she appointed the special master in these document cases. Eileen Cannon did the right thing when she appointed that special master. And now the special master didn't really do anything for Trump. Um, but certainly they made sure that uh, there was uh, a, a, there was a watchful eye taking a look at what was going on in terms of the evidence collection. Now, she has never given any indication that she is a Trump sycophant. She has never done anything to suggest that she would give Donald Trump a pass or she's never spoken publicly about any of these cases. I mean, She's not supposed to. She's a judge. But even more importantly, she's a Trump judge. President Trump put her up for her position on the bench because he believed that she would be a good judge. And she has been a good judge. Not like any of these uh, Obama judges. Now, simply because of the fact that she was placed on the bench by President Trump, appointed by President Trump, the left 
is having a conniption fit at the idea of her being the judge to oversee his case down here in the Southern District of Florida in Miami. Um, now, I it's interesting that um, they placed the case down here, especially when they were doing work up in Washington, D.C. previously. Um, I think that there's an argument that could be made that perhaps this was intentional, that they put President Trump's case down here in Florida uh, because it's more likely that there will be a sympathetic jury down here. But I think that uh, a sympathetic jury is not going to be the most important aspect of this. I think that poking as many holes in the government's case is what's going to be the most important. Perhaps uh, pointing out uh, unfair and illegal actions taking half, taking place on behalf of the state. Um, if they treat Donald Trump anywhere near how they treated Michael Flynn, well, I, I think that he's just going to get off initially on a technicality. But I... I I think that they're going to take this all the way to its logical conclusion. This is going to have to go through the end to a jury trial. If you take a look at the previous court actions that President Trump has uh, uh, suffered through, uh, the other cases were handled by Obama-era judges, and those Obama judges really put President Trump through the ringer. Um, right here, Eric Holder appeared on Inside Jen Psaki. Did he go inside Jen Psaki? Let's take a listen to him. Remember, this Eric morning, Holder, Trump appointed judge, Eric Holder, former Obama attorney general who oversaw Fast and Furious and uh, a number of other scandals while working in the Obama Justice Department. Let's go ahead and take a listen. Cannon was selected at random in this case, which is, of course, how it works in many districts, and will oversee it unless she recuses herself. How concerned are you about that, and should she recuse herself? Well, from the perspective of the government, and from my perspective as, as a citizen, I'm concerned about her handling this case. Um, based on what she did in the earlier phases of this matter, I'm not sure she has the legal acumen um, to be a judge in charge of such an important case. Uh, yeah, that, that's a, that's a strong, that's a strongly worded claim to be making, Eric Holder. I think it could be argued that you didn't have the legal acumen to be working in the Department of Justice at the time that you did. Eric Holder was a diversity hire. Let's be honest. I don't know that Eric Holder would have ever ended up uh, as attorney general if it weren't for the fact that he happened to be good friends with Barack Obama. Uh, the 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 main argument, the only argument that the left has is that Eileen Cannon appointed a special master in the early phases of this investigation. Special master. What's a special master do? They they uh, they assure they assure that the process is fair, that the process is unbiased, and uh, that the U.S. government isn't trying to snow job the defendant. Uh, and of course, Eric Holder doesn't like it when people play by the rules. Thank you to Fredo Awakening. Oh, you're kidding me. Eileen Cannon is out. Magistrate Judge Jonathan Goodman will preside over Trump's arraignment. When the hell did that happen? Uh Hang on. This happened while I was preparing for the show. Eileen Cannon, judge. Good Lord. (laughs) 
Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. I don't want to pay for this. A magistrate judge will be presiding over the momentous Miami federal court hearing on Tuesday afternoon when President Trump makes his first appearance on charges of keeping classified documents at his Palm Beach estate. Magistrate Judge Jonathan Goodman. Now, who the hell is Magistrate Judge Jonathan Goodman? That is the real question. Uh, CMR 1006 says, uh, love your show, Red Pill. Thank you very much. I appreciate you being here. Clarence Thomas is the Supreme Court judge, though. Hey, Rusty Koala, good to see you. Fredo, thank you very much. It's on Gateway Pundit. Okay. Yeah, it, it must have come out, like, after I started or, or shortly before I started because I, yeah, I've got it right here. Anyways, let's go ahead and uh, 
let's just jump back to the Gateway Pundit live, and we will see if they have done any specific digging on. No, I'm not seeing it. Office of Special Counsel says Corrine Jean-Pierre violated the Hatch Act before the 2022 midterms. OFC then closed the matter with, oh, the Hatch Act. Isn't that what they accused General Flynn of violating? All right. I'm not seeing anything here on GP. Let's see what we can divine about Judge Jonathan Goodman. Um... That's it, man. We we've got his uh his phone number right there. Let's see. Yeah, was controversial pro-Trump judge. Pro-Trump. The only thing that they have to say that she's pro-Trump is that Trump appointed her. That doesn't mean, you know, as a judge, since she's a good judge, that that means that she is dispassionate. Okay. She has no bias. Uh, unlike all of the Obama-era judges that we've had to deal with in the last couple of years. Miami Herald reported on Monday he was appointed by... Wait. Tell me something about Jonathan Goodman. The 11th Circuit Court of Appeals ruled this past December that Cannon improperly exercised equitable jurisdiction in a decision granting Trump's request for a special master to oversee the case. That's right. They took it away. Even though Cannon is not set to provide over the arraignment, she is still the judge assigned to oversee the case. Ah, that is an important distinction. So Eileen Cannon will still oversee the case. However, the arraignment will be held by another judge. Well, Fredo... I hope that you heard that, and I'm glad that we were able to come to this together live on the air. Let me get this pulled up over here. That is an important distinction. So, okay, that is not a, um, it's not a deal breaker. Not a deal breaker yet. Listen to this. For her to reemerge as the judge presiding over this historical case would cast a long shadow over the proceeding that should be and should be seen to be entirely unbiased and legally sound. How ironic coming from a leftoid talking about unbiased new magistrate to preside over Trump's arraignment in Florida. So that's only the arraignment. What do you want to bet that they're going to deny him bail? They're going to force him into prison tomorrow. Um, I tend to think that that's probably what's going to happen. I have to be really honest with you. Um, but again, in the same way as I you know, said when we started the show, the case against him is not making him any less popular. It's not making him drop in the polls. It is galvanizing the American people behind him because we look at President Trump and we see ourselves. We look at President Trump and we see someone that we are inspired by. We look to President Trump as a source of bravery, inspiration, and patriotism. This man did not have to be president. This man did not have to step forward, put his hat in the ring, and say, I'm going to fix this broken nation. But he did. He did. And I'm very, very excited that uh, he's here. I don't see where I need to cast. See, but, uh, uh, bias by ass. By <laughs> Yes, his poll numbers are exploding. That's right. His poll numbers are exploding. So 
Watch them put him in jail tomorrow. Watch them deny him bail, put him in jail, um, and uh, or at least set his bail at something ridiculous, half a million dollars, something stupid like that. Well, either way, the American people are remembering everything, everything that these dirty, lying crooks are doing to Trump, to us, and to this nation that we love so much. So there is a scheduled speaking engagement tomorrow night following uh, his arraignment. Uh, He is expected to address this uh, tomorrow night in New Jersey from Bedminster at 8.15 p.m. That's uh, five hours after he becomes the first former United States president to be arraigned in a federal court. Uh, I can only imagine this is going to be quite the show. Tomorrow's Tuesday, I think, you know, well, you know, Badlands is probably going to stream this, but let me know if you guys want me to stream it and we can watch it together here on my channel. Um, I am definitely going to be watching this no matter what happens. Uh, I I can only imagine President Trump is going to uh, really he's going to bring the heat tomorrow. So, yeah. President Trump had a couple of speaking engagements this past weekend. He spoke in both uh, Georgia and North Carolina at their Republican conventions. And in one such instance, while he was speaking at North Carolina's convention, he made mention of the Hunter Biden laptop and saying that now recently, I actually meant to talk about this the other day, but then I said, yeah, maybe maybe I shouldn't bring it up on the air because it's kind of uh, filthy. But you can go to. Uh, There is nothing that you will see here on Hunter Biden's laptop pictures, which is uh, explicitly obscene. Anything that's obscene has been uh, blurred out or there is something covering it. But I believe it's uh, BidenLaptopMedia.com. And if you go to BidenLaptopMedia.com, it's uh, divided into two subcategories, laptop and the iPhone backup. Now, Laptop would be photos that were kept on Hunter Biden's laptop. There's all kinds of images. There are some fairly disturbing images and some fairly compromising images of Hunter Biden um, with prostitutes and doing drugs and stuff like that. And then if you go to the iPhone backup, you've got live photos, WhatsApp attachments, uh, message attachments, other photos, and then screenshots. Hunter Biden had a habit of taking screenshots. Anyways. There is nothing that you would consider child pornography on here. And the insinuation previously was that there was child pornography on there. Now, Hunter's young niece, uh, who there have been rumors swirling around about her being pregnant and um, perhaps uh, Hunter being the father. And certainly there were messages between uh, Haley Hunter's one-time lover and one-time sister-in-law, who is the mother of uh, of uh, Natalie Biden, uh, who was discussing Hunter's predilection for walking around naked and doing drugs in front of the kids. And certainly that would have been this young woman here. There's a picture of her sucking her middle finger, and it just does not sit right It's not the kind of picture that you would expect to have on your uncle's phone. So something tells me that there is a fishy relationship between those two. Now, President Trump, he made mention at this event that the real pictures haven't been exposed yet. So does that mean that there is still a cache 
of yet-to-be-seen images from the Hunter Biden laptop and iPhone backup uh, that we previously have not seen. Uh, Let's go ahead and take a listen to what he said here in North Carolina. Impeachment hoax number two, the illegal censorship of the Hunter Biden laptop from hell, the 51 intelligence officials who falsely said it was Russian disinformation, Remember they said that? I said, nobody believes that. Who would believe that? You see the pictures, horrible pictures. The real pictures haven't been exposed yet. But all of this, and it just kept coming and coming and coming, and it would for another person in my position, but they wouldn't be able to handle it. So I'm going to reach out to Garrett Ziegler, and we're going to see if there are additional photos that have yet to be released. Um, Fredo says, hear about the tapes. Uh, that's, uh, that's next on the docket. We're going to be talking about that in just a moment. But yes, <clears throat> yes, Fredo, I have heard. We're going to talk about that in just a second. So the very fact that President Trump says that uh, there are pictures we haven't seen yet, that indicates to me that that's exactly what he means, that there are pictures that have still yet to come out. Um Extensive Hunter Biden laptop archive with nearly 10,000 photos published on new website. You can see here uh, Hunter basically posing with um, prostitutes, uh, taking photos to send to women, taking pictures of himself just looking haggard. I mean, the man's a drug addict. It's really, really, really sad. Um, more than anything, it's just gross. Uh, Fredo, so full message was, hear about the tapes Grassley has from the Ukrainian foreign national as insurance with conversations with Hunter and Joe indicating bribes. Odd number of tapes has 17 of them. <clears throat> yeah, let's go ahead and uh, and we'll talk about that next. That's exactly where we were going. So not only that, but earlier, before that story broke, it was reported that Burisma, the same company that hired Hunter Biden, the same company that bribed Joe Biden, the same company that requested the removal of Victor Shokin, the special prosecutor that was looking into Burisma and Hunter. It turns out that they may have been suspected of funding terrorist killings in Russia. So that would mean that the Biden crime family, in addition to process, financial, and perhaps crimes against children here in America, <clears throat> oh, and don't forget human trafficking, because that's what uh, Hunter loves to engage in. Looks like the Biden crime family may have actually been directly involved in funding terror attacks taking place in Russia. Is it any wonder why Vladimir Putin and the Russian people don't care for the NATO-aligned Western countries made up by nations like Western European nations and soon to be Ukraine, uh, right now the United States of America. So Hunter's former employers at Burisma have been in trouble since about 2015. At that point, uh, initially, UK authorities had frozen all of their bank accounts. Uh, right around the time that Joe Biden bragged about using that $1 billion loan guarantee to get Victor Shokin fired so that he would no longer be there to look into Hunter and Burisma. Well, in the summer of 2020, Burisma also was once again involved in a major corruption scandal uh, when their director of legal affairs, Andrei Kicha, and two high-ranking employees of the Ukrainian tax service were all busted trying to give investigators a bribe of $5 million in cash. That's like such a round number. 
Uh, it's like, is that just like the standard bribe amount? Okay. Well, you know, in order to get things done around here, we give you $5 million. And Joe, I guess he must have had two favors that he needed done. The purpose of this bribe was to close criminal proceedings against the owner of the company, Mykola Zlachevsky. So they were said to have pocketed $1 million for services rendered and had a total of $50 million in cash ready to get all the charges against Burisma dropped. Now, according to a former Ukrainian prosecutor, this time Konstantin Kulik, He was actually fired from the Burisma case. This money was intended to get Hunter out of harm and to ensure that his name would not be mentioned at all when discussing any corruption schemes in Ukraine. Now, this past March, Kitcha pled to specialized, excuse me, Kitcha pled to charges with the specialized anti-corruption prosecutor's office, and he was sentenced to a year on probation in return for paying about $2.7 million to a state fundraising platform, United24. What do they do? They raise money for the Ukrainian Army's Army of Drones, which have been used against civilian targets there in Russia. Ukrainian observers have charged President Volodymyr Zelensky with getting the case dropped so as not to imperil Joe Biden's 2024 re-election bid. And Put that together with the fact that the FBI was doing the bidding of the Ukrainian secret intelligence services. I mean, it's no wonder that we're doing favors for each other back to back to back. Joe Biden tells Zelensky, hey, we've got you. We're going to fund you until the bitter end, until there's no man left to fight against Russia. And Zelensky says, hey, I got your back, brother. I'm going to get all of these cases dropped. I'm going to cover everything up. All we got to do is grease a couple of palms. You know how it's done, Joey. You know how we do in Ukraine. We grease the wheels so that we can get our business taken care of. And then you can get back to sniffing little girl's hair. So turns out that Burisma money may have went on to fund terror attacks on Russian sovereign territory. The Ukrainian Foreign Intel Service, the GUR, are the ones who are assumed to pay their agents and logistics network in Russia in cash, the same type of cash they were greasing the wheels with. Biden insists that uh, we have nothing to do with terrorist attacks on Russian territory. I wonder what the Russians have to say about it. Now, according to Ukrainian court documents, which are from April of last year, that confiscated nearly $6 million Burisma payoff and the kickback money from Mykola Zlachevsky was channeled to the GRU Foreign Intel Service. Isn't that funny? They, they, they appropriated that money so that they could use it for something else. And then in August of 2022, the daughter of Russian political philosopher Alexander Dugin, Darya Platonova, was killed by a car bomb meant for Dugan. Do you guys remember that? Russia's FSB at the time blamed a Russian and a Ukrainian national for the killing. And on April 2nd of 2023, another journalist, Vladlin Tartovsky, was killed by a bomb hidden in a trophy in a busy cafe in St. Petersburg. In that bombing, 32 people were injured, a 26-year-old woman was arrested, and on May 6th, 2023, uh, writer Zakhar Propellin survived his own car bombing while an acquaintance was killed. In a bombing that was meant for him, his friend died instead. Now, Russian investigators suspect that Alexander Permyakov has admitted working for Ukraine, and Russia accuses the Ukrainian government of being behind all three of these attacks. Is it any stretch of the imagination 
to believe that the Ukrainian government might be funding terror attacks inside Russian sovereign territory. I mean, they've already been shown to be engaging in drone attacks into Russia. Uh, they've had no problems, um, you know, casting off all of the conventions of war just to do whatever they want to, robbing, raping, pillaging, murdering, treating prisoners of war uh, as subhuman. Um <clears throat> We also have statements from the GUR chief general, Kirill Budinov. This is the same GUR that was responsible or uh, allegedly responsible for these acts, certainly responsible for confiscating that nearly $6 million that was meant as a payoff from Burisma. But he has admitted responsibility for assassinating many Russians, and that includes high-profile public and media personalities. Now, There is also this phenomenon that I don't know if it has anything to do with it, but it would be the kind of thing that you would do if you were running a psychological operation. Um, There are uh, oftentimes uh, people who are assassinated just in broad daylight, like uh, journalists, oftentimes journalists. If the Ukrainian people, the Ukrainian government, were trying to uh, frame Russia to look as some authoritarian or despotic regime, uh, certainly it would do it by murdering the media. Uh, And then, of course, they would do it by creating terror attacks there in uh, public places. I'm sure you guys uh, know about the, uh, uh, the, the troubles in Northern Ireland. Um, all of the uh, bombing attacks that uh, the suicide bombing attacks that used to take place in, in Israel and Palestine. You know, if you are living in a world where going outside could result in you being blown up for no reason at all, uh, it causes a, a, a lot of psychological tension. It causes things to build. Now, remember that I mentioned that special relationship between Ukrainian secret intelligence and the FBI, well, you can also bring Twitter in on that uh, because, of course, it was Twitter accounts that the FBI was asking for them to delete. Um, it turns out that Ukrainian intelligence assets wanted to spy on journalist Aaron Mate. And guess what? It turns out that the half-brother of Victoria Newland, the woman who basically ran the coup back in 2014 and has been slowly and methodically working on controlling the entirety of Eastern Europe ever since that time, it turns out that her half-brother was responsible for information operations at Twitter. He worked at Twitter, and when the FBI and Ukrainian Secret Service, the SBU, asked to censor those 163 critical journalists and media outlets back in 2022. That includes journalist Aaron Maté, a Canadian citizen. It was William Newland who was communicating with Victoria as early as 2016 during the Russia hoax when they were asking for our accounts to be banned because we were talking about the truth of it then. So in March of 2022, we had a special agent send in a Twitter list of accounts on behalf of that Ukrainian secret intelligence unit, uh, and that included Aaron Mate. We talked about that the other day, uh, and they said that these people are suspected by the SBU in spreading fear and disinformation. So basically, messaging that was outside of the accepted talking points of the Ukrainian um, uh, government. But you know, the Ukrainian government isn't where any of these people lived. Uh, these people were in other parts of the world. Certainly, Aaron Maltay was sent that list over to Twitter. And wouldn't you know, it just so happens that Victoria Newland's brother is the guy working at Twitter who would handle the entire thing. Color me 
Not surprised. This is exactly how these people work. This was an infiltration operation from the get-go. As soon as social media came on the scene, they started feeding intelligence and government assets directly into these companies so that when it came time, they could have total information awareness and total control over absolutely everything they did. I would like to see Victoria Newland's half-brother discuss this. Uh, I would really want to see him comment on what it was like working with his sister and with the Ukrainian secret intelligence units uh, to shut down the accounts of people who were journalists and uh, were just asking questions, talking about things that uh, perhaps they didn't want them to be talking about. Um, If we go into William's LinkedIn profile, we find that he got a BA in German from NYU. He also worked at the Aspen Institute of Berlin and the Atlantic Institute. He got an MA from Georgetown in European Studies, and then he had stints at the European Commission and the U.S. Confress Commission for Security and Cooperation in Europe. Uh, And with uh, a half-sister like Victoria Newland, my God, I mean, the guy probably could get whatever job he wanted. Uh, He could have been uh, at the State Department, or he could have worked at these non-governmental organizations. Seems like maybe he could help the family a little bit on the outside of government. In 2010, William decided to get into the IT business. Uh, He worked from 2010 to 2014 in emerging threats research. He made his way up to iDefense Cyber Intelligence. And then in 2014, he joined Dell SecureWorks and Facebook in 2016. First as a strategic threat intelligence analyst, and then he became lead information operations director. Back in 2020, that's when he joined Twitter as an informations operation lead. And then in October, he became director of investigations and threat disruption in the trust and safety department. Trust and safety is that famous department who basically shut down anybody who came across their desk. If they didn't like what you were posting, well, you can bet it was trust and safety that did it. It's just now we know that the half brother of Victoria Newland happened to be working at Twitter at the exact same time that Ukrainian intelligence was asking the FBI to censor these names of journalists. Now, how is it going for Ukraine? It's not going all that good. It looks like uh, at this point, which is uh, just a, a, a very short time into this famous spring offensive, it looks like Russia has uh, begun to decimate the Ukrainian fleet of vehicles that have been provided by the United States of America. How many billions of dollars is gone up in flames thus far? I don't know, uh, but you can bet it's not a uh, it's not a small amount. Um, real quick, okay. Um, 15% of the Bradley fighting vehicles that Joe Biden sent to Ukraine were blown up on the first day. We actually have video of this happening. So let's go ahead and take a look. How to escape the heat if you don't have an air conditioner. This only and takes five minutes.
Okay, so <clears throat> the really ironic part of what you just saw there, those were Ukrainians who driving in one of these Bradley fighting vehicles. They didn't get blown up by the Russians. They drove over a landmine. They drove over a landmine and they blew themselves up. Um, so it appears that the destruction of these vehicles, it's not even necessarily happening at the hands of the Russians. Although, you know, undoubtedly, they are probably going to be blowing up plenty of them as well. All right. So let me go ahead and uh, we're going to go ahead and now no, I, I got to do this in order. OK, <clears throat> so obviously, with the indictment of President Trump, the left, the media, the politicians, they are salivating. They believe that this is their one ticket to get rid of Donald Trump. And uh, over the weekend, I had wanted to talk about this, but there was no place to, to work it in. Uh, George Stephanopoulos had one of President Trump's attorneys on. At that time, he was representing President Trump in this case, but now he stepped aside. Somebody else is going to be stepping in. Uh, two of President Trump's attorneys have stepped aside. Uh, Lisa saw that and she was like, why are all his lawyers leaving him? Well, you know, President Trump has a lot of attorneys for a lot of specific things. And certain attorneys are just more well-versed in one aspect of the law than the other. So, if these attorneys are stepping aside for this case, then I have to believe that that means President Trump has found someone who's even more capable, who's actually going to be taking over from here on out. So Jim Trusty was the, the lawyer. Uh, he appeared on George Stephanopoulos's program and gave George a lesson uh, about hypocrisy. Let's go ahead and take a listen have this conversation with him, he very quickly pivots to concern about the country. You know, it's not a real selfish analysis. It's this is a bad moment for our history. This is our country turning the corner. And as somebody that's been around criminal justice for over 30 years, I agree with him. It's it's a Rubicon we shouldn't be crossing. But doesn't the president, don't you believe in the principle that no person is above the law? If the president committed the same crime that someone else did, shouldn't he be charged? No person is below the law. That's really the issue here. I mean, you've got these investigations in Delaware that are a thousand times more serious by a sitting president who has authorized his DOJ to try to sink the candidacy of his prime opposition while that guy has unsecured documents that he stole out of a skiff dozens of years ago. So, look, you know, we're not talking what about some talking sort of about, favoritism. What are you talking about? That is a ridiculous statement. Uh, there's this issue <laughs> nice try there's an issue that anyone that reads any newspapers would agree is a parallel track which is the delaware document scandal of joe biden where there's a special counsel rob her that's investigating it you know that there were documents that were sensitive that were marked classified found in a garage near a corvette that made their way through chinatown yeah. through the penn biden center there's 1850 boxes that have never been fully looked at at university of delaware you have the ultimate unclean hands of a current sitting president who had no declassification had none of the protections of President Trump and who literally had to have stolen stuff from a skiff. Even Dick Durbin has commented about how this was an outrageous possession of classified material by Vice President at that point, Joe Biden. So that's what we're talking about. You can scoff and act like there's nothing to it, but the whole country knows the basic notion of unequal treatment and fairness, and that's what's at issue with this prosecution. God wrecked, absolutely wrecked him. Because that's the truth. And of course, 
our man there, Jim Trusty, understands uh, the unequal application of justice, as the American people do. We see a parallel investigation. Oftentimes, what the left deep state does is they try to project their own crimes onto other people. President Trump often is uh, chief among them. So that rather than face their own crimes, they force their political opponents to answer for them. So then when anybody brings up their crimes, they, oh, that's absurd. What are you talking about? That never happened. Oh, that never happened at all. I don't know where you'd get that idea. Mm, Special counsel's investigation in Delaware, which has yet to come to any conclusions. Here's the thing, my friends is that by weaponizing the Department of Justice against President Trump and having Jack Smith file charges against Donald Trump, baseless charges without merit, we're going to talk about the specifics of how without merit they are in just a moment. But by opening that door, Joe Biden has opened the door far and wide for himself to be charged. And I I believe that once Joe Biden leaves office, It's fair game. He will now be the one who has to worry about whether or not he's going to come under criminal prosecution. In the meantime, perhaps uh, his son will find himself the subject of criminal investigations. Uh, Apparently, they are very close to bringing charges, although I will once again say that I have not a lot of faith under the current Justice Department. Now, the weaponization of the DOJ, it's the most obvious thing that I can possibly imagine. I mean, I think that anyone who knows anything about these issues, would say, well, yeah, there is something inherently unfair when the Department of Justice refuses to go after a sitting U.S. president for the same crimes that they are attempting to go after a former U.S. president. The only difference is that Donald Trump is no longer sitting in Washington, D.C. He is still the most popular politician in the history of this nation, just as he was in 2016, in 2018, in 2020. Now, 2023, in 2024, he will be proven to continue to hold on to that enduring legacy. Now, Joe Biden's 2024 campaign co-chair made the statement that there's no evidence that the DOJ has been weaponized. This is another talking point of the leftoids. They will say simply, there's no evidence. Well, there's definitely evidence, but it's not evidence that apparently you're willing to look at, to consider, uh, or to admit to yourself as it exists. I mean, when you're talking about issues related to election fraud or the truth of the COVID-19 vaccines or the biological weapon that came out of Wuhan, China and North Carolina. You talk about any of these things and some moron is going to show up in your comments and say, there's no evidence to support that assertion. You can't say that because there's no evidence to back it up. I read the New York Times. I read the Washington Post. And don't you know the democracy dies in the darkness? There's no evidence for any of that. That's a baseless, baseless conspiracy. So anyways, let's go ahead and take a listen to this clip, because uh, this is a lot of cope right here. That a serious, that a, well, it's pretty clear that a, serious, that a central part of the Republican campaign for president is going to be over the next year that the Department of Justice has been weaponized against Donald Trump. Your response to that? I think there's no evidence that the Federal Department of Justice has been weaponized. Let's just look at who's leading this investigation. 
Well, it's pretty clear that a series that a central part of the Republican campaign for president is going to be over the next year that the Department of Justice has been weaponized against Donald Trump. Your response? That's absolutely going to be a central part of President Trump's campaign, and it damn well better be a central part of every Republican campaign that hopes to be elected in 2024 if they don't admit that the weaponization of the Justice Department against Donald Trump and the American people has happened and that things need to change in a drastic way, then, my friends, I don't know what the hell we're supposed to do. But this is exactly what's happened. I don't care what Chris Coons says. I don't care what any of the lackeys in Washington, D.C. say. Joe Biden, Merrick Garland, they have perverted our government and our system. It was a long time coming. It was happening basically on a daily basis up until that point. But now it's just been thrown into your face. So obviously. So I want to take you now into this uh, kind of breakdown of the linguistic trickery that was put forth in the indictment against President Trump, uh, because these charges, as we know, are completely baseless. However, as I said on uh, on Saturday night, the Department of Justice, Jack Smith, his team, they want to write this indictment to make President Trump look as bad as possible. They need to indict him. That's exactly what they're doing. So. Jack Smith, apparently in past uh, legal cases that he's worked in, has lied and cheated to further his own career and to put people away in ways that uh, were a little bit unfair. Now, from conservative treehouse, once you understand how you then understand one of the most overlooked nonsensical aspects of the insufferable DOJ and FBI case that has been pushed in the media for the past year, the indictment accuses President Trump of withholding documents containing classified markings. This is a very specifically deployed, obtuse wording intended to create the implication of something nefarious where nothing nefarious exists. It is entirely possible for a person, any person, especially a person who follows the news, to process documents containing classified markings. They're not saying that these documents were intentionally classified. They just had classified markings on them. There's a big difference between classified document and a document containing classified markings. As an example, anyone who looked at the Carter Page FISA application, which was made public in July of 2018, had reviewed a document containing classified markings. When a document is declassified, They don't remove the markings. Anybody who's seen these documents will tell you that. It'll say, you know, secret, top secret, you know, uh, no foreign. Uh, It might say special access program intelligence on it. All of those things. They don't remove that stuff when they declassify a document. And since Donald Trump's entire argument is that as president, he declassified these documents, I think it's a winner. I think it's a, a done one and done, and it's totally all locked up. So. You think that this is a one-off of the documents with classification markings in this uh, document here? Well, it's not. The language is the underpinning of the entire DOJ and FBI framework that predicated the raid on Mar-a-Lago, specifically whether the National Archives nor the DOJ had requested President Trump or his team to return classified documents. The DOJ and NARA demanded the return of any documents that contain classified markings. They basically set him up 
by asking specifically for documents which contain classified markings. So that's anything that had been declassified. They wanted everything back from President Trump. And the reason they did that is because they were, I believe, trying to get all of the documents that President Trump had declassified and taken with him related to Russiagate, Hillary Clinton, probably the crimes of the Obama administration. A very, very clever linguistic trick. But let's hope that it falls apart once we get into the actual meat of this. Okay, so now let's go ahead and talk about Chuck Grassley. Uh, and then, actually, uh, James Comer, because he's come out and said some additional stuff here. Um, earlier today, Grassley made a speech on the floor of uh, the Senate. And he spoke about the controversy surrounding these uh, non-classified documents that the FBI had, the FD-1023s, which contain credible allegations about multi-million dollar bribes that Joe Biden received from an executive at Burisma while he was vice president of the United States. Now, in the speech, Chuck Grassley said that the version of the FD-1023, which was shown to the House Oversight Committee last week, was heavily redacted. I bet you had classified markings on it. Uh, But that Grassley had seen one with fewer redactions, and he then revealed that the foreign national behind the bribe said he kept audio recordings of conversations with Joe and Hunter Biden. Can you imagine actually getting real audio of Joe and Hunter discussing bribes? A couple of months ago, somebody sent me a video which was clearly faked. But it had a uh, it was like a deep faked conversation of Joe leaving a message for Hunter talking about bribes. Uh, There was also uh, another video, which was Joe doing or saying something that he had never said. And uh, I, I, I thought at the time I was like, man, who is making this? I mean, you know, it's kind of funny, but like there was no specific indication of the fact that it was a parody. And I thought at the time. Did somebody make this in an effort to discredit any possible recordings that could come out in the future? Lo and behold, now we find out from Chuck Grassley himself that these recordings exist and that there are 17, 17 of them, 15 audio between him and Hunter and two audio between the whistleblower and Joe Biden. This is quite the insurance policy. Let's take a listen here. Uh, it's a nine-minute speech. Unfortunately, I, I thought it was a, a clip. We're not going to be able to um, to take a listen to this. But that's an interesting number to have, 17 specific audio recordings of Joe and Hunter discussing bribes with a Ukrainian national who just so happened to be working at Burisma, who also might have financed terror in Russia. Man, it just keeps getting worse and worse for the Biden crime family, and it continues to get worse as James Comer, who has been spearheading along with Grassley the investigation into uh, the Bidens and the Biden crime family. Uh, he says that the House Oversight Committee is going to be reviewing two more FBI informant documents that are related to the Biden's business, the Biden crime family. Um, he told this to a uh, spokesperson for the committee who then relayed it to Breitbart News. Now, there are at least two more FD-1023 forms which are referenced in the original FBI document that will that was reviewed by the committee last Thursday. The FBI is, of course, going to allow James Comer and the rest of the committee to review these two new forms this week. Uh, the original FBI informant file revealed the alleged existence of two pieces of evidence showing President Joe Biden receiving that $5 million bribe from Burisma. 
And this new document, well, what does it contain? Well, in, uh, let me see. They don't specify what is in these documents, but you can bet that it's going to provide additional supporting evidence uh, in light of the fact that Jill and Hunter were uh, handily receiving bribes. Bearable says, enjoying the show. Thank you very, very much for that. I really appreciate it. All right, let me jump over here also and say thank you to a couple of other individuals. Willie Breakett says... It's about Democrat power and control. The Babylon Bee reports D's willing to set up a Kennedy rally at the Grassy Knoll. <laughs> I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. Uh, Oki7, thank you for the can. Doug Simey, thank you for the can. Ranger Billy, I appreciate those gold pills. Leanne63 says, happy Monday. Thank you very much, Leanne. Doug Simey, dropping another can. FilterDog1 says, I am glad I'm alive to witness history. Never, ever forget that, guys. We are alive at the most important juncture of American history since this country was founded because uh, we are essentially going to preside over the rebirth of this nation uh, from that failed and corrupt system that Donald Trump made mention of that we have been railing against, fighting against. We're going to see that transition from the failed and broken version of America that we were handed by our forefathers to build something even better, something of substance, something that is based on law and order, based on an equal application of justice, fair and adequate, equal representation for all mankind, not Judgment based upon the color of your skin or what's between your legs, but based upon the content of your character. That's the America that I envision for my child, for your children, and for future generations. It's just that as we speak in Washington, D.C., an illegitimate version of the United States government sits in the seat of power, and they seek to subjugate and destroy us, to take our rights, take our liberty, take our freedom, and systematically pluck them apart. But we get to be the ones to tell them, hell no, hell no. Uh, Filter Dog One, thank you again, says, I just pray for justice in my lifetime, as do I, my friend. Who cares, says, uh, high five, Zach, and to RPGF, uh, a lot going on over the weekend, attack on the U.S. Hey, I, I think that we have been like directly at war this entire time. So I, I see everything as uh, a, a, a political or military move, maneuver. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. And then Nikaz says, my first afternoon live show. Is this really your first one? Well, it's good to see you, buddy. Glad you're here. Uh, Surter1959 says, Zach, I think that Kennedy should do a campaign speech at the Grassy Knoll. What better way to expose JFK's murder? Heck, yeah, I think that would be quite the red pill. Um yeah, yeah, I, I think that could possibly happen. Or if he did it at the hotel where his father was killed, man, that would be something else, too. I would be afraid that the uh, the FBI or the CIA, whoever it was that's involved in assassinations these days, they would probably use that as an opportunity to just get rid of him. Um, so President Trump over the weekend, when he was speaking about these legal issues, he promised that when he is reelected, a real special prosecutor will go after the most corrupt president in U.S. history. That, of course, is Joe Biden uh, on Truth Social. He says now that the seal is broken. Look at this. I was talking about the precedents that have been set now that the seal is broken. 
In addition to closing the border and removing all of the criminal elements that have illegally invaded our country, making America energy independent and even dominant again, and immediately ending the war between Russia and Ukraine, I will appoint a real special prosecutor to go after the most corrupt president in the history of the USA, Joe Biden, the entire Biden crime family, and all others involved with the destruction of our elections, borders, and country itself. Mr. Trump, President Trump, That is no small feat, and there are a vast number of co-conspirators to all of these crimes, as I'm sure you're aware. Now, in 2016, we chanted, lock her up, and then you were elected, and you told the American people that the Clintons were basically good people, and you didn't want to have to go after them. I understand. I understand where you were. I understand the rationale for doing that. Uh, but I think that now it's quite obvious to you, if it wasn't before, that this is not a time for a soft hand. America needs to be tough. America needs to go hard against these criminal co-conspirators who have sought to destroy the very fabric of our nation, that have used our children against us, that have sought to position Americans against each other, rather than taking a look at the criminal acts of these very thick individuals who occupy the seats of power in Washington, D.C. Bill Barr, he made a couple of waves over the weekend. Um, turns out he already knew about this FD-1023 investigation into the Bidens back in the summer of 2020. However, they failed to tell the American people that Joe Biden was involved in these bribes. What's even more shocking is that he says that President Trump was aware of all of these investigations, that he didn't want to go after probably the Clintons or certainly didn't want to go after Biden because it would make it look like the government was being weaponized against the political opposition. Well, I you, you gave the Democrats the opportunity, President Trump, to be the ones to break that seal. And now that that door has been opened, we need to walk straight through it with a confident stride. We cannot allow these people to continue to destroy our nation. A lot of people out there, sir, are very scared that... At, at, by the time that you come back, by the time that November 2024 rolls around, and then, of course, January for the inauguration, that it's going to be too late, that America is going to be too far gone. I don't believe that. I don't believe that America will ever be too far gone. I believe that we may have to go through some very, very difficult times. I'll be honest with you. This is in the last couple of years, and I'm sure it's the same way for everybody out there. I went from having the best years of my life to having some of the worst years of my life, uh, feeling like I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, feeling uh, just insecure about everything that's going on around me, not knowing exactly what I can count on or, or you know what's going to be here tomorrow. But I'll tell you what, <clears throat> it's only through that difficult time, through that adversity, that a human can steel themselves against the evil of this world. You've got to go through the gauntlet. You've got to make your way through those difficult times so that you can come out on the other side stronger. And that's not just for me and you, but that's for this whole nation. America will be reborn through the fires of this very, very difficult time. And when we come out on the other side, our nation will be stronger. Our nation will be more resilient. 
Each and every one of us are going to be hardened in those flames. And at the end of the day, finally, it's going to be all worth it. All worth it. Um, just checking over here. Uh, Filter Dog One <clears throat> says, uh, preach it, brother. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate you, and I appreciate the support from all of the people over there on the Foxhole. You guys are great. Actually, somebody donated $5 on uh, on Cash App. <clears throat> Mr. Bill, thank you very much, Mr. Bill. I appreciate you, man. Uh, thank you very, very much. Um, you can also support the show directly by going to ko-fi.com forward slash redpill78. That would be ko dash fi.com forward slash red pill 78 and when you go there you can donate in the same way that you did using uh buy me a coffee and uh just want to make sure that there is nothing over there and there isn't anything over there so keep in mind guys that yes in fact the best is yet to come we represent the best that America has to offer, and we are not going to allow these people to steal our nation and destroy it in the dead of night. We are going to rise up, and we are in the midst of doing that right now. Let me just go ahead and pass out these gold pills over here on the foxhole. Hopefully, I can see you tonight on Baseless Conspiracies over there on Badlands Media. Thank you very much, everybody, for hanging out with us today. One more time, happy birthday to Debbie Roush and... uh, Let's continue to work to make America the country that we know it is, that it always has been, and that it shall remain to be. Good luck, everyone. God bless. We'll see you tonight.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.